Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Hello and welcome to the last episode for the year of our first year of Some Would Say podcast. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. We just did the rookiest thing. We're literally sitting here being like, oh my God, we don't know how to speak. It's been so long. We look down and we're like not recording. (laughs) (laughs) So you just missed a good two min intro before we realised that we actually weren't even recording it. It was a pretty good intro too. It was. I don't think we can redo that. No. Basically, we were just saying... Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a Happy New Year. And saying how long it's been since we've recorded a pod. And literally, as we're saying that, we're like, oh my God, we're not even recording. <laughs> so, it's fine. that doesn't tell you it's been a while... Then I don't know what does. I don't know what does. <laughs> we'll get straight into our go on then. So, for anyone who doesn't know, this is a little segment where we sum up our week by saying something we've been listening to, something that challenged us and something that made us feel good. Would you like to kick things off, Amelia? Sure. Something I've been listening to, and I keep doing this every time we have like a duo app, I'm always like, I'm not actually, it's not a song. (laughs) It's a Netflix series. But guys, guys, the new Sex in the City episodes have come out it's called what is it called oh my god it's not called sex in the city it's called oh and just like that they don't even call it sex in the city anymore no it's called and just like that i don't know if it's like well that's a pretty shit name yeah (laughs) i don't know if there's a reason for this name like coming up soon in episodes but anyways i was saying to lara there's been so many mixed reviews um about it and in the first two episodes it's like a shock to the system, that's for sure, because it's so different, I guess, character-wise. But also, I was saying to Lara, I was like, I don't know if this is like an ageism issue because in the past, Sex in the City was so popular because it's like these young four girls who are like in their 30s kind of thing going through life in the city and now – they're obviously a lot older, like they're 60 mm. plus. So I don't know if people aren't enjoying it as much because they're not these young women, mm. which I caught myself like thinking about it in the last episode. I was like, is the reason why I'm not so like loving these episodes actually more of a social issue than we realise? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, definitely go and watch it. Okay. Yeah, I used to love Sex in the City. It's good. It is good. But I'll be interested to see like what they, how the episodes progress. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah. who's to say a 60 year old woman can't go and hit the club if she wants, you know? Yeah, exactly. And even like, obviously sex in the city, the, the heavy focus is sex. And so maybe it's like confronting for people to be like, oh, Ooh. you can have sex when you're like 60. Ooh, menopause. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, such it's just different in that sense but it's not necessarily bad like I think it's awesome 
Because when is there ever lead roles with like 60-year-olds? Yeah, never. Yeah. So that's what I've been listening to. What have you been listening to, Laz? Well, I went back and revisited an album I used to love in year nine, the Angus and Julia Stone, a book like this. Oh my God, how bloody good. I love it. I was on a drive out to like a waterfall um, for like a picnic the other day and um, Will was like, all right, if you're going to choose the music, let's play something chill, you know. He hates it. He's just like laughs at me and says my go-to genre is like synth house or like synth pop I don't know <laughs> anything with a synth and so he's like you can choose the music but just don't put anything electronic on I'm like oh fine so I like went back in the archives and found Angus and Julia Stone and it was just it threw me right back to being in year nine going on like little road trips like with my um, iPod nano like in the back seat listening to Angus and Julia and it's such a good album. Like every song is just 10 out of 10. I think my favourite was the first track, um, The Beast, and then Jewels and Gold is another track on there. And it's, it's the same album with Just a Boy, I think. So it's that good. that same, yeah, era. But it was like... It was like 16 years old or like 14 years old, the album. And I'm like, that makes me feel really old. Totally. <laughs> like, so strange. I know. All these young kids listening to Dope Lemon and you're like, oi, but I remember when... <laughs> <laughs> and Julia Stone played at like Pineapple Fest or whatever the thing was yes. that we went to. So yeah. good. What challenged you this week? Um, challenged me this week was last night I was meant to go to a Christmas party. Um, my beautiful friend was throwing at her house like a girl's Christmas lunch and honestly, oh, sorry, Christmas dinner. And yesterday I was just so exhausted in like a mental sense physical like I literally laid on bed on the bed all day just like binging sex in the city and I was saying to Mitch before I messaged because I was like no like that's so horrible I can't cancel I'll just feel really bad I know she's gotten to a lot of effort and I was saying to Mitch I was like do you think it's bad if I didn't like go and he was like no like I think you just need to be honest with her with how you're feeling and that was he was like oh do you feel socially anxious about going like is that a reason why you don't want to go and I was trying to distinguish between whether I was or whether it was like no this is my body telling me that I need like a full day to just Mm. rest so yeah that was like a bit of a tricky situation and I feel like a lot of people might resonate with that particularly coming up to this festive period when there is like a lot happening Mm -hmm. making those decisions and also that fear of like missing out of being like no I'm not going to go tonight and then looking at everyone's stories being like oh my god I missed out social media is such a trap like that like if you make a decision not to do something I think it's the best thing you can do to just switch off social media and not look that night because then you're your instincts are going to kick in and be like, you're meant to be here. <laughs> totally. You're like setting yourself up for a mental battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was like a, a challenging thing. And also like I'm such a people pleaser. I hate letting people down, especially friends and especially when I know they've gone to like a big effort. And I think what, you, what Mitch said about being honest, that's the main thing. I think so, so often people cancel – Um, which is fine but the problem is they lie and they say it's something else whereas if you just said like I'm not up for it I don't 
feel like socially up for it or I, my body needs rest people would be way more understanding but instead we go to all this like extravagant extravagant like oh it's just i got work in the morning and then i've got this thing and then like, <laughs> like shut up just like be honest people yeah. way people get over that way quicker so true and especially if they're your friends yeah. like that's like a, a real um i guess testament to a friendship when someone can accept that mm. and just know that everyone goes through those feelings too maybe some more than others but yeah it's okay to have a rest when you feel like you need it what challenged you laz something that challenged me well this last week i actually got my first vaccine in my entire life of being a human which is obviously the covid vaccine and that might come as a shock to a lot of people but where I grew up, it was very uncommon to get any vaccines at all. And so, yeah, it, it really played with a lot of my own personal um, values. And I guess I guess when you grow up with a mum who like gives you lavender oil and a cold cloth when you've got a headache rather than Panadol, anything other than the natural way is like, I don't know. A conflict. Scary and a conflict. And so I think it really challenged me seeing a lot of people get angry at those who were waiting longer or vaccine hesitant. Um, It made made me upset because there's so many reasons why someone might be waiting. And and I think that like, yeah, for me, it it was a big build up. It was causing me a lot of anxiety. I mean, now that it's done, like I'm, I'm glad I don't have to think about it anymore. I need to get my second dose, obviously, but yeah, that was a real challenge for me. It, it just uprooted a lot of like childhood belief systems mm. that I've had ingrained in me for a long time. So um, that's exactly what challenged me this week. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be able to resonate that with that in some sense, whether it is about the vaccine or about like anything that's happened in the last two years. Yeah. I think the main thing to remember is that don't just don't think someone's evil like or a bad person if they're choosing to wait um, because they might have their own reasons that you have no idea about. Like, and it's not always about civil liberties. It's not always about not caring about other people's health. Totally. There's just so many factors that come into it. What made you feel good? Well, it wasn't this week, but... We haven't recorded a duo ep since, but I got engaged. Woo! I'm trying to be like, oh my God, but I already knew this. I was literally there. You were literally part of the whole secretive plan. Oh, well, no, congratulations, Thank Amelia. You. Amelia Parks to be. Yes, I know. How exciting. There's a whole big, should we tell the story or like part of the story? Yeah. Mitch, okay. I don't even know if you know this, but I went on to Mitch's phone and I saw that he was messaging my friend Jess and I read one of the messages and it was like, yeah, I've booked the Tropic for like 2 p.m. or something. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, <gasps> and put the phone down. Did you know well, about yeah, this? It wasn't even that though. It was the fact that the message after that was, yeah, the lighting should still be good by then. Oh. <laughs> I was like, he could have said the bit about the Tropic for lunch and you still wouldn't have probably a clue. You might've thought, oh, surprise birthday lunch coming up because it was it was actually on Amelia's birthday yeah yeah it happened but the second he mentioned the lighting I'm like oh for fuck's sake like (laughs) the screenshot gave away it all and oh so tell me how did did you know from that moment well no I didn't know um Mitch I said to Mitch I was like why are you messaging Jess and he was like his face was just like 
what did you see? And I was like, no, all I saw was the Tropic. And then I like slammed it down because I was like, holy fuck, like what's going on? (laughs) And he was like, okay, don't tell the girls. They're going to be so annoyed, but like they're planning a surprise birthday for you. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Why did you mention lighting? And he was like, oh, nah, because on your birthday, Jess and I were talking about lighting of photos and like it was just like an inside joke. And I'm so like naive. I'm just like, oh, yeah, sure. Like that sounds about right. And didn't think anything of it, but I kind of like felt like there was more happening on the day than just like a surprise birthday. Anyways, got to the day and no, before that, our friend Vanessa couldn't come. And um, in the group chat, I was like, oh, it's fine. Like we can do another day. Like it's super cruisy. It doesn't have to be this day. And you and Jess were both like, nah, definitely has to be this day. (laughs) Yeah, I've got this on and this on. Like it has to be today. (laughs) And normally our chats are like, oh yeah, whatever. Like so cruisy. Like it's very rare for one of us to be like, nah, this has to be it. (laughs) And, And the funny thing was when Jess was like, nah, I'm already down for like a doctor's appointment. So like would be good if we could do this and then she was like only if you don't mind Vanessa and like didn't even consider me kind of thing I was like isn't it for my birthday like it was just so funny I was like interesting you're the worst person to try to hide something from like you're (laughs) such an inspector gadget I swear actually I'm so analytical I'm like hmm that full stops in a different place than usual yes (laughs) so that was like semi-alarm bells and I don't know what this says about our about us, but you were like, since when did people, since when did my friends make a surprise party for me? I was like, thanks Amelia. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was just because Jess is so chilled with birthdays. No, I yeah. So I was like, oh, she doesn't even really do much for her own birthday, let alone want to throw a <laughs> surprise for me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that was another thing where I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's so nice. When I walked in, I kind of expected it to happen then. Mm. And then when it was just like a really nice lunch, I was like, oh, maybe it's just this. Like, you know, maybe I'm getting in my head. <laughs> you guys were showing me like the text messages and you were like, she doesn't have her nails done. Maybe she doesn't know. Yeah. And I didn't want to get my nails done because I didn't want to be disappointed if it didn't happen. Oh No, yeah. Jess and I were messaging each other at the, t- at the lunch table like, nails not done definitely doesn't know about this and then they're like how are we gonna get her to the beach and then you'd like look away and we'd like send another message like it was so stealth that's so also funny. not stealth at all yeah and also another thing like this is how analytical i am normally like if two people were to arrive at a restaurant this is just like in my brain and someone was sitting on one side like the the second person to arrive would sit like opposite them you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to balance out. Yeah. And then like the third person to arrive like sits wherever. But you guys were sat right next to each other. So I couldn't face where they were setting up like the beautiful engagement. Yeah. Jess literally took a video of the engagement setup going on in the background behind Amelia's head, like miles in the distance. <laughs> but like so you would have been, if, I, if there's anyone who would have noticed it being set up, it would have been you. So thank <laughs> yeah. God you weren't sitting there. <laughs> so funny and then um just was like should we get a drink and normally like out of everyone I swear I'm the person to be like drinks like let's go shots and Jess was like no let's go get a drink like let's try at the pav and then I remember I turned around to Jess we tried to like find a seat and it was just so busy I was like if there's no seats like let's just go like it's all good and then I'm pretty sure you guys must have looked at each other 
and because you were like, what about Rosellas? Like, what about we go like, still like trying to get this beverage inside of me? And then I knew what was coming. I knew that Jess was about to get a phone call from her partner, Josh, to say, oh, I'm on the beach down with Vera, the, the kid. They're like, you guys should come down, which is so like unlike them. Like yeah. he'd never be like, yeah, can I crash your girl's lunch? Um, and I knew that call was coming. So I was making comments about Vera being like, um, oh, you know, I need to hang out with Vera more. Like I need more, you know, opportunities to like bond with her. Like, you know, I feel like your kid's growing up so quickly. Like knowing this is coming so I could like plant the seeds so it wasn't weird that like, oh, they're on the beach. Perfect. I'll go hang out with Vera. I'll <laughs> bond and stuff. And you're just like, oh, what is going on? As soon as the phone call happened, I was like, there's something going on. Like yep. there's more to this bloody <laughs> private lunch and then <laughs> secret lunch and then we like we're like yeah but let's go for a walk to the beach you're like sounds good we're like yeah she's going along with it this is great <laughs> we got to the beach you didn't even get the funny thing was you didn't even give me a chance Jess was like yeah they're down at the beach so we've got to go you were like great let's go skull your drinks and uh, like literally within an instant we were like walking at the um bar I was like okay no worries like let's go we get to the sand and take our shoes off and Amelia's just smiling at us like Come on, guys. Like, <laughs> she'd already seen. And yeah. you were like, oh, I wonder where they are. <laughs> and I was like, fucking, I know what's going on now. <laughs> Had you already seen Mitch by then in the distance? I saw him, like, as soon as we got onto the beach. And then you were like, oh. Oh, I think Jess or something was like, oh, I wonder where they are. And then I just looked at you guys and was like, guys, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> so beautiful and so he had set up this like amazing I don't know gazebo doesn't really do the the, like set up justice but it was like this floating like picnic setup and it was honestly just yeah so so special I literally didn't feel like I was on Burley Beach like as soon as I was like hugging Mitch I was just like in my own little Mm. bubble and didn't think that there was like the general population like having a chill day at the (laughs) beach around me and yeah he proposed and then we were like having bubbles and stuff just us and we got up to take some photos and there were two ladybugs that had landed like on the setup I found I saw one initially I was like oh my god ladybugs like these are good luck and then I saw another one and I was like what the fuck two ladybugs like this is crazy (laughs) when does that ever happen literally and we were like, oh, I think it's our dads, like, coming down to, like, say congratulations. I was like, no, nah, that's me, dad. Like, <laughs> oh, that's, that's so beautiful. Yeah. So that was really, like, fucking highlight of the year. I think you win this round for <laughs> feel good of the week. Yeah, seriously. And then we got home and Mitch had set up. He was like, the surprises don't end. He'd gone to get, like, this blow-up. Uh, Tropical palm tree. Yeah, pi- palm tree. And like suitcases and everything. And he was like, we're going to Hamilton Island tomorrow. I was like, what the fuck? Anyone listening, if you want to like really make it a special event, go away somewhere after or like during because it just makes it like last time so to, much longer. It gives you time to process that warm feeling. Like I swear, if you just get engaged and then just go back into normal life, it's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Gives you like a, that little honeymoon phase. It's, yeah, it was really, Aww. really beautiful. What made you feel good this week, Laz? Um, well, I didn't get a ring, um, but <laughs> I did. I have been seeing a new psychologist who I really like. So I went and saw her yesterday and I don't know, just anyone who's tried to look for a psychologist before, like should know how hard it can be to find someone that you connect with. And I, I just find, yeah, 
it was only the second time I'd ever met and I just felt so comfortable around her and um, yeah I just really liked her approach and the compassion based therapy that she went for like we worked a lot on um, just being kind to myself because I realized how unkind I've been over the years and habits that I don't like about myself you know being super anxious about and and worrying and catastrophizing about things that other people wouldn't find um I don't know as worrisome and and then I find myself comparing to others going why can't I be more like them and then I'm not only just anxious about the situation I'm comparing myself and Mm. it's just adding to everything so we yeah worked a lot on that and it was just so beautiful you just feel light when you walk away from a really successful therapy session and you know I cried through it had like happy and sad tears and it was just great I just love her so much and I really encourage anyone that feels like they need to unpack some some stuff to Mm. to go talk to someone and a professional because they do have that unbiased opinion that your friends aren't going to give you from years of knowing you yeah and it was just great and give you tools and techniques to work through yeah yeah yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So that made me feel really good. So for our last episode of 2021, we thought what a better way to spend the episode than talking about our intentions for the new year. And this isn't like your typical new year, new me vibes. No, fuck news resolutions right off. Like, <laughs> those things never, well, rarely work. Yeah, I'm not about resolutions. And We're specific in calling it intentions for 2022 as well because... If you say goal, you feel like you have to achieve something like... Yep. And intentions you still want to achieve, but it's more... What did you say before? I feel like intentions have more of like an emotion and a feeling behind it. And I literally Google like definition of intention and it came up with an aim or a plan. So it's like you're aiming for this intention but it's not this rigid like goal a process that I did for last year which I will do this year as well is having some journal prompts and you can like tweak this like do whatever feels good to you I think there's no right or wrong way if you don't want to make a vision board like fuck it (laughs) you know what I mean like you need to do what feels good for you yeah so anyways the journal prompts that I used were who do I want to show up as in 2021, so this was for last year, habits to bring into 2021 or the new year, habits to leave in the year that's just gone, what lights me up and excites me, what do I want to achieve in the new year and how will I feel? Literally start writing, like it doesn't have to make sense. If you're into sage, like I love sage, like cleansing your space getting a really clean space and then setting aside time to yeah I think the biggest thing for me was reflecting on the year Mm. and seeing like what made you feel really good in that time and like what you want to improve on etc yeah I like that because people often get to the new new year and they have forgotten what their intentions were at the start of last year and it's like well it's hard to move forward and, and grow if you're not prepared to look back and see how far you've come. Mm. Like, why, why come up with new things when you haven't even worked on the old stuff? So, yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, shall we share some of our, our intentions for 2022? Okay. Well, one thing I really want to get better at is not growing up too fast. I find that when you reach our age, people just jump into 
serious couple mode or serious life mode, like got to save for a house deposit, got to do this, got to do that. You forget about your inner child that just mm. still wants to play. And, and it's it's so fun. Like if you want to go out less, like you do you, that that's fine. But um, before we know it, like we'll be 50 and having a midlife crisis and we'll wish that we'd done more with our mid to late 20s. Yeah. So we're still so young. Yeah. And I have to remind myself all that, that all the time. Like I even went to get ear piercings the other day, like because I've only got like a double on one side and then a single on the other. And I was like, oh, I'm going to get heaps more. I'm going to get like my tragus done and my helix and it's going to look sick. And then I was like, <laughs> wait, can I even do that anymore? Like, is that still cool? Or do I, am I going <laughs> to look good? Like, what if I regret it in a few years? I'm like, mate, you're 26. You're not 70. Like, go and get <laughs> yeah. the piercings, bro. Like, do you know what I mean? Just so true. stop trying to grow up too fast <clears throat> and, and say yes to things like if a festival's coming up like just do it yeah I don't know I think that's a really big one for me yeah I reckon a lot of people um get into that trap of having to be an adult I guess or like taking life too seriously maybe yeah and again I think social media has a huge role to play in that because it's like you see all these people that you don't even really know buying a house or like having kids Mm. and like immediately your humanness is like I should be doing that Mm. like that is success you know what I mean yeah falling victim to what everyone else is doing in their life but if that doesn't feel right for you you need to embrace that as well yeah yeah. And yeah, so true. Reminding yourself that you're still 26. I need to do that all the time. Yeah. And like when I say, I don't know, it, it's not so much about um, you've got to be ready to party at any given moment. It doesn't have to involve alcohol or whatever. It can just be more spontaneity, I suppose. Doing things on a whim. Treat your life like it's this open window full of opportunity and stop thinking you're like about to kick the bucket because... Yeah. You've got so much life to live. So true. Yeah. And you don't have to do, there's no right or wrong. Yeah. As well. Exactly. Something that I want to be more conscious of is my money mindset. And for two years, when I had my full time job and there was like regular income, I felt like I really mastered my mindset. And as soon as I left that stability in my life and having like weekly income and stuff, my mindset around money just instantly turns like fear-based. The savings that we had, I just feel like I have to hold on to them so tight in this like fear mentality that there's no money going to be coming in because I don't have that full-time job anymore. So just approaching my philosophy around money is something that I'm working on now and also want to continue that in the new year. And I kind of only realised that I was doing it like a few weeks ago because it's this time of year, like you have to buy presents. Like there's so much... um, Extra expenses. Extra expenses that like you delving into your savings, you instantly think like, should I be doing this? Like, is this the right thing to do? Particularly because our savings was for a house deposit slash still is. Mm. So you just automatically always feel a bit guilty when you use it for something else. Yeah, so that's that's something that I want to focus on. And with that, I was reading a really good book, um, which was actually one of my New Year's resolutions for this year that's just gone, was to read a book every 12, sorry, every month. So 12 books a year. And I've done it. I'm on to my last book. Yep. 
That's so good. I know. I'm so proud of myself. Like literally every month I would be like, okay, on to the next book. And you fully finished each book? Yep. My God. Yeah. Well, I'm on my last one now. Still got two weeks. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. um, Really proud of that and something I'll definitely continue doing in the new year because I actually enjoyed that challenge. Did you find that it was hard to begin? Because I always find it hard to begin reading, but once I'm doing it, I remember why I love it. Yeah. I found a place where I really enjoy reading and that's going to the beach. And so if I like go to the beach, I like to bring my book and read there. And I also like reading just before bed because it winds me down and it gets me off looking at a screen. So I think finding pockets of time where you enjoy doing that like has helped me because I'm the same. I'll look at my book and be like, I do not want to read. But like as soon as you do, you're like, wow, this is so good. Why did I not? Anyway, sidetracked. In the book that I was reading, she was talking about ebbs and flows of life and she related it to money. And she was saying, it's like anything in life. Like when you take a breath, you're like fueling yourself full of life. And then there's a pause at the top and then you exhale, but there's always going to be an inhale again. And she said, if you can think about Like there's so many circles of life in like every aspect. When I've spent money in the past, money's always come back to me. And think about it as easy as like when I take a breath, I always exhale, but I always like breathe again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that kind of metaphor. The ebb and flow in like all kinds of areas. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, Has been really good for me. What's your next one? My next one... I want to get in the habit of moving my body for my mind and not my body. Like I'm always falling victim to, oh, I didn't go to the gym. Like, you know, or I don't feel like going to the gym. Oh, and then I'm just going to not look hot. And it shouldn't be, that shouldn't be the reason you're going. That's a, that should be a side effect of exercise. Mm -hmm. Everyone should know that endorphin feeling that you get when you finish a workout and that should be what you're aiming for. Yeah, totally. Changing your mindset around it is a yeah. good way. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a big one for me. An intention that I have is to feel like I have more direction in my career. Um, and also a woo-woo term that I like to use is soulfully aligned. Like mm-hmm. I want to feel, yeah, aligned in what I'm doing. And I at the moment, I don't really know what action is going to like make me feel like that but that's just something that I feel like I need in my life because at the moment I kind of feel floundery Mm. a little bit and like I don't know what the next step is and I feel like a little bit paralyzed by the options (laughs) and so yeah just trying to put out the feeling of direction I think will really help me not only in like a financial sense, but also for my mental health. Because yeah. I feel like feeling lost is such a crippling like experience. Yeah. That is my intention. <laughs> what, do you have another one? I do. Um, I, I want to start putting time aside to do nothing. <laughs> like truly relax and not just scrolling on my phone that is not relaxing you your brain's still going a million miles an hour when you're taking in everything you're looking at on instagram 
I need to yeah get better at putting my phone down and just literally sitting still and not even it doesn't have to be a pr- proper meditation but I feel like it's a meditative state when mm. you do that anyway yeah going for walks without my phone like going for walks without music um just yeah t- not taking it as many places and truly being present yeah because only then then can you slow down and and figure out what you want next yes otherwise you're just full of information Stimu- and yeah. stimuli yeah exactly another one for me is a new happy days product of some sort that mm-hmm. is like a i guess more of a tangible intention yeah still undecided what route i want to go down whether it's like a digital product or um, another physical one yeah so for anyone who doesn't know amelia has a desktop flip book with yes. quotes and affirmations basically just sits there and you flip flip the page and you've got a quote for the day yeah um so that's that's what she has so far under happy days yeah and you're looking at bringing out something else that's exciting yeah at the moment happy days was like a merchandise product underneath the happy employee which is my personal brand I guess and the more I I guess to start I was always just doing it as like this little thing you know I didn't want to kind of start out with this grand um I don't know goal it's just how I like to do things like Mm. to take one step at a time and now the more I think about it the more I'm like business wise it makes sense for me to branch the two and have like the happy employee but then have like a happy days store or something like that yeah where they're separate but still like linked I don't know just from a business point of view yeah just talking a good one yeah I reckon you can do it yeah definitely it's something like it's an achievable goal which is a good goal to have that they're the best kind you've got to have little achievable ones that you tick off and then your brain goes oh I can do even bigger things yes so true yeah that's a good one yeah they propel you forward what's what's another one for you Laz I want to I'm not very good I don't want to say I'm not very good I want to get better at trusting myself more and getting more confident in making decisions because I'm a terrible decision maker if there's anything that makes me freak out it's deciding on what to eat what dress to buy um what I should do about anything really and I'm always outsourcing opinions and then I find I've got about eight opinions and I'm like, what do I do with that? Like, that's not helpful. Everyone's got a different perspective. And so that in itself causes more anxiety. And so I need to just remember that I've got all the answers. My instincts are there. Um, my gut feeling's there. I'm, and I'm practicing in little things, like literally just at the coffee shop, like what do I want to drink? And I'd literally be like, uh, uh, you go first. You go first. Like, I don't know what I want yet. But now I'm just like, no, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Yeah. Just get that. That's fine. If you don't like it, like tomorrow's a new day. Exactly. Like know? what's the worst thing the, what's that the can worst happen? thing that can happen? So yep. yeah, I think practicing in little ways will help me make big decisions um, mm-hmm. easier. Guys, I think that wraps it up for today and for our last episode of this year i think that brings us to 19 episodes yeah i'm so proud of us i can't believe we've done half a year's almost worth of episodes my ocd is like i know should be 20 and it was meant to be but we had a week where i wasn't feeling well and we just left it but um yeah that's that's pretty good pretty good effort 19 have only missed one yep we're so excited for next year and everything that 
we want to bring to the pod. Yeah. I think we're going to add a few more just episodes where we're just talking. We know that you guys love the episodes with just us. Yeah. I know, we're pretty good. Yeah, like I mean. <laughs> I don't blame you. No, no. <laughs> Have a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. And thank you so much for supporting the pod, listening. If you haven't already, please rate and review us. Um, share it with your friends. Keep doing share it what you're around. doing. Yep, and we'll speak to you guys in 2022. See you then. Woohoo! Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.